Thanks for listening to NapaBroadcasting.com. Local voices, local conversations. Welcome back to NapaBroadcasting.com. Well, it may not always appear that way, Latino heritage and Napa Valley heritage are inextricably linked. That's why it's important that this coming month we get a deeper insight into Latino culture with this, the fourth annual Napa Valley Latino Heritage Month. Here to tell us a little bit about it are two members of the Napa Valley Unified School District Board, as well as two prominent members of our community. It is my pleasure to be joined here in the studio today by Carlos Hagedorn and Francis Ortiz Chavez. Francis, Carlos, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you. It's great to have you both here. Francis, I want to start with you. Talk a little bit about the history of uh, Napa Valley Latino Heritage Month. The history of our of Latino he- uh, heritage, you would think that we made it up just recently in the last four years, but we did not. This was uh, started back in 1968, I believe, um, as, it, as it was known, it ha- has been nationally known as um, the Hispanic, uh, Hispanic um, Latino, La Hispanic Heritage Month. But we've started it back in 2011. We uh, were summoned by our own um, Napa, Napa County uh, Board of Supervisor Brad Wagon Connect, who invited Latinos to come together because he had seen um, a great celebration of Dia de los Muertos happening in our neighborhood, Sonoma County. And he said, um, why don't we, you know, why don't we do something and bring that uh, to our community? And we thought that was a great idea. We did it on in 2011. But then... Um, we thought, no, this isn't going to quite do it because we really want to invite and involve our students. And, you know, mixing religion and, and education sometimes doesn't go, even though we were we were uh, promoting it as a cultural um, event. So we decided we would um, adopt the Napa Valley Latino Heritage Month. Latinos, because California, that's you find, you find Latinos more than you find Hispanics. Um, and that was it. You know, we started um, by just thinking of promoting events that were happening around our community, but that people didn't connect with them. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of our main goals to create uh, a calendar of events, invite everyone to consider planning an event around Latino Heritage Month. Um, and it's taken off quite a bit. Carlos, talk a little bit about the idea of doing it all, putting all these events together in in this one-month period, because certainly it is something that arguably could take place all year. I mean, right. there, it, it's very much a part of the fabric of the community, the decision to really concentrate it in one month as opposed to, to spread it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, that's, that's such a great point that you're making. Uh, because while while we're looking at this in terms of a of a month within the context of the of a year, um, Latinos are part of the fabric every day of of, of the year here in the Napa Valley and um, you know within our nation. Um, Latino Heritage Month is, is is really kind of a highlight of um, our Latino narrative um, that that is part of the fabric of of our Napa Valley, and so it. Um, it's a special month where you know we're really um, you know um, bringing a lot of different types of people to organize events uh, that we can talk about um, in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really um, you know I I um, was part of the first um, cohort that developed um, the Latino Heritage Month four years ago, and it re- and it's really required a lot of volunteer 
um, time from our community leaders and, and by leaders, you know, from uh, Francis Ortiz Chavez all the way to a lot of our student leaders that are coming from student clubs, from here at the college and so forth. We've we put in a lot of time and um, uh, the the um, Heritage Month Committee has really grown tremendously um, mm-hmm. from, you know, the first year and Francis can elaborate more on that, but uh, it's really required a lot of effort. And bringing, uh, you know, it's critical to um, take this month as um, our nation is um, honoring Latino Heritage Month to really focus on a lot of the achievements and contributions that our Latino community has here in the Napa Valley. So it's it's a month of great activities and events that we can share about, but also, um, you know, we have 11 more months that will continue to, um, you know, um, cultivate the importance of that, the Latino narrative in our in our community. And does this exist in a larger context of Latino Heritage Month or similar kinds of, of events that take place throughout California? Either one of you. Um, it does. I mean, as far as I think it, it does more in the larger cities. Mm-hmm. You know, here in Napa, we are divided, you know, and it's and it's really hard to create that uh, welcoming atmosphere going both directions, you know, not pointing fingers, but it's just, it doesn't happen too often. Mm. And that was one of the reasons why we, why we felt that that we would work on this project so that we could, regardless of who you are, what nationality you are, that you consider crossing that line of comfort and joining in celebration, in this case, in celebration of Latinos' uh, contribution and talents. Um, but, you know, we're also opening the possibilities for our Latino community to feel welcomed in um, events that take place in our community. Talk about the ways in which some of these events, and, and maybe it's a good way to talk about some of them specifically, Carlos, that can help bridge that divide that Francis is talking about. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, we have an array of events from, you know, we just had one recently this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, a Chicano art show that um, unfortunately I wasn't able to attend, but I know Francis did that. I heard was just tremendous. Um, a, you know, a lot of my students um, contacted me to share how many younger uh, uh, youth were able to attend our downtown area where, you know, we we don't see a lot of our kids hanging out downtown anymore. Um, and so, you know, an example that, that occurred this past weekend with an art show really is bringing out a lot of our community members, you know, from our students, from our youth to, to um, our parents and families. Um, we, we have an array of events from art and photography exhibitions, craft activities for all ages, dance and music. Um, I'll be doing an educational uh, l- lecture here at Napa Valley College to talk about um, uh, what we call Great Town Barrio Education, um, really uh, responding to, the, to a lot of the needs of our Latino students. Um, and this is a way for anyone to, you know, who has curiosity or um, is, is feeling like they need to um, engage in, in, in more inclusive spaces in understanding the fabric and narrative of, of, of our entire community. And so we're doing a lot of different things that anyone who's interested in something, we're offering it as far as events and activities is concerned. And we, we are talking about our community's offering, you know, because our, our – committee promotes the activities that are being planned around uh, Latino Heritage Month. Um, Carlos mentioned the uh, this year's theme is um, 
celebrating Latinos and the American dream. Uh, and we're doing this by um, having a photo exhibition of Latino entrepreneurs and business people that that we've selected this year. And we, you know, even I get surprised at how the demographics and, and our whole um, community has changed. I've been here way too long to <laughs> to not take note of that. But in that in that same thought, you know, it's it's what we do with the changes that's going to give us whether it's negative or positive results at the at you know ten twenty years from now. Um, so education has definitely, uh, I, I really feel this is going to help us uh, get comfortable around each other to understand the, our, ourselves, you know, each other better, and um, hopefully create a healthy community for all. Mm-hmm. And in the previous three Latino Heritage Months, this mm-hmm. is the fourth one officially, as you, you talked about before, right. what have you seen in terms of, of how it's played out and how people in the community have responded? I really feel that it's it's been very positive. I mean, you know, we, we keep getting more and more um, agencies, businesses, uh, thinking that it's okay to celebrate each other this way, that it's uh, okay to say, oh, I'm going to a Latino uh, event. Um, So it's breaking down those barriers of, you know, what are you doing here? Um, You know, this is, this is, this is not okay. Um, You know, we saw a burning of a flag a few years ago, which really hit hard. For me, it did anyways, because it's, um, that's not healthy learning for kids mm. to be able to to, mm-hmm. to be in a school where they can't be themselves and where others feel that they have to um, have to chase them away for some reason. The school districts have been very supportive, NVUSD for, for a good reason, but uh, Calostoga, St. Elena, um, planning events and allowing students to take that leadership like Carlos said a couple of years ago one of the students uh, from New Tech High she took it upon herself to in, in like in a matter of mm. a couple of weeks plan an event that was um, school-wide that where everyone um, celebrated together and that's healthy learning you were talking a little while ago about the divide in the community both of you because you from the point of view of the school board and also dealing with, in your case, Carlos, dealing with students. Talk a little bit about the differences that you see in the community divide at large versus what you see among young people and how how more accepting they are in so many ways. Sure, yeah. Um, you know, I'll, I'll share a story that I, that I always share with um, a lot of my friends that aren't, that, that don't live here and are trying, you know, and when they ask about the Napa Valley, they're like, oh, wine and tourism and so forth. And, of course, we know that that's a, a major reality and, a major, and, and an important piece to our community. But, um, you know, when I let them know that, you know, um, here in Napa City, over 40% of, 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 of our people are Latino, you know. And my, uh, my tío, my uncle Ruben, uh, uh, lived in San Francisco, and he would come visit us. Um, and he'd say, where are the Latinos? Where where are those forty percent right, and you know you know that's that's exposing um, our community um, where we've we've created some conditions where where our Latinos are are invisible you know and 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 
um, what I mean by that is, uh, you know, um, for example, the downtown area, you know, it's thriving, it's beautiful and so forth. But I look around and, you know, I as a as a teacher um, that works primarily with Latino students, I look around downtown. And I said, I don't see anything here that is welcoming our Latino students to the downtown area, for example. And so that's created a lot of conditions where, as, as Francis was saying, there's been there's been some division, you know, that's, it, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's created some divides that, you know, we really need to work on this. You know, I mean, we're a community and um, Latino Heritage Month is, is an example of practicing inclusivity. And um, this is this is a critical time for our valley as we as we grow, as we do, as we see all this great development um, that we really have to take into account um, everyone that's part of it, you know. Um, our students are really hungry, you know. I so I work at the college level, I work at the high school level, mm-hmm. and our students are incredibly hungry to make some important changes and um, make this a place where they want to return once they go to college and they come back and they want to be a be a part of of a thriving community. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit uh, about some of the specific activities coming up, Francis. A few of the things that uh, people can participate in and and should be aware of. Sure. Uh, well, one of them is that photography exhibition that I think mm-hmm. it's going to be great. We have Latino photographers who donated their time. Um, that's going to be uh, on September 15th at the library will be the uh, artist exhibition. Uh, everyone's invited, of course, and that's, you know, that's the best place to have it in a library where we can bring uh, the entire family uh, That That's on September 15th, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Can you think of others? Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have um, um, uh, another important event that occurs annually, actually, is our Hispanic Network Gala, Thank which you. takes place on September 11th. And um, I believe, what is that? Are we in the, I mean, this has been three decades it's at the least, year, right? It's probably about 33 years. Yeah, and so every year, um, the Hispanic Network, which mm-hmm. is which is an organization, um, has, has an important gala that, honors um, students who are receiving um, scholarships to um, a, um, continue on with their education in th- you know, at the college level. So that will be happening on September 11th. Um, and then there's Dia de los Muertos, right? Right. And so our Latino Heritage Month does extend from like now till the November 3rd and 4th when Francisco Jimenez, the mm. author, will right. be visiting. Um, and so... Um, I'm trying to figure out what other stuff is happening. I mean, there's there's a whole list of uh, activities on the calendar. If you're welcome to uh, go to Napa, what is uh, the, uh, yeah. the website? Yep, it's um, if if you go to um, www.napavalleynow.com, uh, and you can access um, an English pay- page or and or a Spanish page. Again, that's www.napavalleynow.com. And there um, is our whole calendar is up there, um, as, as, as well as a lot of other information that, that is relevant to this. I have to ask you both, uh, because we don't exist, sometimes it feels like we exist in a vacuum here mm-hmm. in the bubble of Napa Valley. But is it different this year? Are these events different? Are you thinking about it different? In light of the fact that these issues are, are more front and center in the public consciousness right now, mm-hmm. um, I think that that in four years we've been able to um, do what we've done because of the support that that and the interest and the support that we've been getting. 
not just from our Latino community, but both communities. And just as importantly is the support that we've been getting from elected officials. Mm-hmm. Our entire county have, um, tonight we're having uh, Napa, American Canyon, and Yountville present us with pr- a proclamation, similar to the one um, the United States uh, president does every year. Mm-hmm. For, for Latino Heritage Month. So we're having those tonight, and um, our Napa County Board of Supervisors presented us uh, with the, uh, the proclamation last week. Um, our, from our congressman to assembly member to senator, they have all been uh, giving us uh, letters of support. And for, for our community to be hearing it from different voices, mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what is really making a difference in it. Our districts are saying it's okay. You know, it's okay to have celebrations. Um, that's making a difference. It's also something that uh, I think one of you touched on it a little while ago, that all the cities are participating yes. in, American Canyon, mm-hmm. St. Helena, right. Calistoga, et cetera. Exactly. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's part, you know, I mean, we're, we're in the Napa Valley, you know, and so we go from the north to the south, and, and you know, it's critical that um, we're um, acknowledging the contributions of our, let, of our Latino community, um, and not just economically. You know, we know that our... Our, our main industry here in, in the valley is is dependent on on our Latino community um, at, at high levels um, and that's one way that we're contributing um, but we contribute our culture you know we contribute our identities our our um, our voice our languages and so forth and this is this is you know in a time where nationally uh, Latinos are being truly scapegoated you know and um, you know we're seeing the the failures of our of our media outlets, you know, you know, giving a lot of time to people like, um, you know, Donald Trump, for example, who's, um, you, you know, really sharing, um, you know, exclusive ideologies, you know, as far as what does it mean to be here in the United States and so forth. And so we're, we're, we're as a valley, we need to make sure to uh, stay ahead of the game and, and ensure that um, all of our uh, children, all of our community members are are being included in this in this narrative. And I think it's you know um, going to that that Carlos was sh- uh, sharing. It's you know in a way I see it that we're building our own wall around our county uh, to keep people like and 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 ideas mm-hmm. that are coming out so negatively against Latinos and and uh, other cultures keep them out of our community by together saying we don't accept that here right and i mean it, we're not in a well it's certainly in better in california in general I yes mean. yes and so for us our our mission is is to building that around our county mm-hmm. and and talk a little bit about how successful you think that effort has been how how is it going as you look at that effort you know, um, looking at some of the things that are happening in school district wide, um, I think that just the fact that our our gangs um, activity has has gone down, according to our Chief Potter, mm-hmm. um, our expulsions in, at our local Napa Valley Unified School District have gone from, you know, you look at, at a few years back in two thousand six, two thousand seven. Uh, there were over 90 kids that were expelled from mm-hmm. our school district. 
um, this last year, was it one? I think it was one to three. One to three kids (laughs) that were expelled. Um, I think we're touching, you know, we're touching the kids that, and, and we're saying, you know, it's your responsibility to educate yourself. It's your responsibility to take part in making this community um, everyone's community. And they're taking that challenge. I mean, we have kids that are that are um, just hungry for funds to go to college. Mm-hmm. You know, the network is giving out more than 20 scholarships, scholarships this year. Right. And they've given out you know, thousands and thousands of dollars. And those kids are coming back our, to our community with mm-hmm. their degrees in hand and saying, just the other day, a, a great story. Um, working at Puertas Abiertas, um, you know, that I was the center director there for, for several years. Um, I, I was always getting students coming in, high school students, and saying, you know, how can I help you? How can I be an intern here? One of them came to to I, to mine is, um, you know, she came, she volunteered as a high school student, as an Apple Valley uh, college student, went to college, and in the, during the summer she would come to uh, Puertas Abiertas, and she just emailed me uh, a message just the other day, and she says, Francis, I got a job in as a counselor in one of our local uh, uh, schools, middle schools here in town. Now that is, you know, that's that speaks to the, what we're talking about. If we allow them the opportunity, they will take advantage of it. What do we see in terms of how we're doing compared to neighboring communities? That's a good question. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't um, know, you know, a, a lot about what neighboring communities, you know, are, you know, are um, doing or providing for 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 the, um, the Latino segment mm-hmm. of, of their community. But I think that um, a couple of years ago, if I may, um, uh, Sonoma County heard what we were doing here, mm-hmm. and uh, they said, "Wow, well, that's a great idea. We're going to do that too." Mm-hmm. So they decided that now they're they're doing that, you know following in our footsteps and asking for proclamations, asking for um, and pr- promoting events and asking the community to, and encouraging the community to um, plan around this month to celebrate. So I, I think that they are, you know, that that speaks for itself. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and I'll just add that, you know, beyond, beyond the Latino Heritage Month, you know, um, you know, we really have to do a lot of work to continue to create the spaces and conditions for for our latino community you know with there's you know different towns and cities where there's a cultural center for example and a lot of people are you know get involved in cultural centers right and so that's that's one idea that i know that um you know a lot of us are are really you know visioning you know to to provide things such as cultural centers where people can engage in the arts and um other activities for 12 months out of the year, you know, um, as opposed to making sure that we have this just for one month, but extending it, you know, the, this is, this is our community, you know, and, and, and we need to live and breathe it every day, every day of the year, you know, and part of that is our Latino culture, our Latino identity. Well, I thank you both. You, you had something you wanted to I, I did want to say something. Um, you know, none of this would be possible because if it wasn't for our very dedicated small group of com- uh, members of the Latino Heritage Committee. Um, Co-chair Debbie Alterstar is, you know, she and I, I when we appear together in uh, presentations, we, we both say that we, you know, that we walk our talk. Hmm. You know, uh, she's total Anglo and I am very much Mexican-American. 
and um, you know we we cross that that line mm-hmm. and and we're like sisters. We were we <laughs> move like you know all over the county, but our donors. Um, from the Napa Valley Vintners, you know, use, using some of that money that they raise with the uh, wine auction, they, they are our major supporters this year, um, helping us with the uh, the cost of uh, pub- copying and printing uh, posters to um, helping, you know, organize some of the events that we're organizing. Queen of the Valley um, you know, Queen of the Valley Community, uh, Queen of the Valley uh, Medical Center. Uh-huh. They have been supporting us since the first day. Um, we have the Napa Valley Ed Foundation. They see the importance of uh, what we're doing and how that's going to pay in in the education of the children of our districts. Um, we have our, our Napa County Supervisor Brad Wagon Connect and uh, Alfredo Pedrosa, who um, Bill Dodd has helped us previous years, our assembly member. Um, so we have many, many other uh, donors that have said, you're, you're doing a great thing for our community and we want to support that. Let's give the information one more time in terms of how people can find out about these events, the website address. And sure, yeah. Uh, you can go to our website at www.napavalleynow.com, and that's in English and or Spanish. Uh, you can also download um, the Latino Heritage Month calendars um, from our local libraries. Um, and then like us on Facebook, like uh, Napa Valley Latino Heritage Month on Facebook, and uh, we have a calendar there. And we'll be posting all of our great events that um, are, have already started, um, mm-hmm. and and you know we'll be um, um, getting in, in quick gear pretty soon, right? Um, and then uh, you can email us at uh, uh, heritage at gmail dot com. I'll say that one more time. You can email us at nvlatinoheritage at gmail dot com, and you can call us at seven zero seven two zero zero eight three Four five again. That's seven zero seven two zero zero eight three four five. And if people are listening, uh, I'll make sure that we put links to all these things up at uh, NapaBroadcasting dot com, so people can can link to it from there. Thank you so much. We really appreciate this opportunity to be able to uh, share our voice and um, you know you know talk about the important things happening in in our community. And well, thank we, you for and, coming in. And we'll try and make the you know some of the events. So look for us, and we will welcome you with open arms. Carlos Hagador and Francis Ortiz-Chavez, thank you so much for being a part of the program today. You're very welcome. Muchimas gracias. Thanks for listening to NapaBroadcasting.com.